life in ancient Greece. Daily life in Greece is much different from ours today. In today's world, male and female should have equal rights. Men should help the women clean house, women can mow the lawn, women can build houses and do construction work if they desire to do so. In Greece, it's a totally different story. Men are required to take a role of being very involved in the community, while the women's lives were always being at home doing work around the house and doing things for the children. In the United States, slavery is not allowed at all, but on the other hand, slavery was very, very, very common in Greece. Instead of having a butler or a maid, as we can hire in the United States, people in Greece had slaves. The slaves had to get groceries, do the chores around the house, and even raise the children. When a child is born, the father will decide if they want to keep the child or not. If the child was a female, or maybe more weak than others, more than likely the father would leave the child for forever. If the father did decide to keep the female babies, that girl would never attend school. When the boys turned seven years old, that was when they were allowed to go to school for the first time ever. Once they graduated from school, there were many options of jobs for them to look into. Some examples would be farming, being a soldier, teaching, working for the government, etc. On the other hand, women didn't have those options. They were automatically a stay-at-home mom. When women prepare meals like bread dipped in wine, fish, cheese, olives, and vegetables, living in the United States, we eat a lot of meats in our everyday lives. The only time they eat meat is on special occasions. For example, a festival. If you think about what the main liquid drink in the United States, it would be either water or pop. In ancient Greece, their main drink that was served is watered-down wine. Gross, right? On to the next topic. Because we don't need to talk about wine forever, Greek homes were often built around courtyards. Children played around the courtyards, so that was their where most of the children were playing. There was a place to worship the gods and to play, but around that play area were the houses, of course. When you think of a house, you think of walls being made out of drywall. In Greece, the houses they lived in were built out of sun-dried bricks. Their houses were very similar to ours. There was bathrooms, bedrooms, kitchens, an office, etc. But there was this one room that was a little different. The room was like a man cave for the men, except it were called an andron, and this room was used for men to hang out together or for business reasons. The odd part about this room was that the visiting men came into a different entrance, so they didn't see the owner of the house's wife. And that is a lot of information to take in, but there's daily life in ancient Greece. The sources I used were ancientgreece.co, duxers.com, and the Daily Mail. Festivals and games. In Greek culture, festivals were an important part of life. Before the games began, they sent out messengers to make a sacred truce. This was so people could safely travel to Olympia without a war breaking out. They were a central part of worshiping the gods. These festivals usually had a sacrifice. To honor their god, they had various competitions take place. These competitions consisted of music, drama, athletics, and poetry. 
The most important festivals consisted of athletic competitions, such as the Olympic Games, which were held in honor of Zeus, and the Pythian Games, which were held at the Delphi in honor of Apollo. One festival in Athens was held to honor Dionysus, which was a competition between playwrights. Some of the best-known plays from Greece were because of this. Some of these best plays were written by Sophocles, Euripides, Aristophanes. These festivals went from being one day long to five days long, with many more events. On the third day of the festival, they would sacrifice 100 oxen and burn them on the altar of Zeus in honor of, in honor of a god. On the second day, the main event of the game took place in a stadium. There were four different types of races at the Olympia. The first race was a stadion, which was the oldest event. Runners had to sprint for one stade, which is 192 meters. The other races were two stades and a long distance run, which ranges from seven to 24 stades. The fourth race involves runners wearing full armor and running a two to four stage race. This was used to build up speed and stamina for military purposes. On other days, wrestling, boxing, and the pancreatium, a combination of the two, were held. In wrestling, the aim was to throw the opponent onto the ground three times on either his hip, back, or shoulder. In Greece, wrestling, biting, and genital holds were illegal. Boxing had become more and more brutal. First, straps of soft leather were round around their fingers as a means of deadening the blows. But as times went on, they started to put metal on harder leather. Another event was horse racing. In each each competitor had their own had to have their own horse. It was a wealthier sport, but still got a lot of attention. The course was six laps around the track. Only wealthy people could pay for the proper training equipment and feed for the horse and rider. There were also chariot races that consisted of both two horse and four horse chariot races, with separate races for chariots drawn by foul fools. If you wanted to attend the Olympic Games, you had to be an unmarried woman, man, or boy. They would throw you off the side of a mountain if they saw you trying to sneak into the games. Pretty brutal, right? Well, there's there you have it. Festivals and games in ancient Greece. My sources were ancientgreece.com, wikipedia.org, greekreporter.com, and sportal.ru. There are 12 major gods, Zeus, king of the gods and god of the sky, Phena, goddess of wisdom, Poseidon, god of the sea, Hades, god of the dead and the underworld, Demeter, goddess of the harvest, Ares, god of war, Artemis, goddess of the hunt, Apollo, god of music, prophecy, and healing, Aphrodite, the goddess of love and beauty, Hera, queen of the gods and goddess of marriage, Hermes, god of thieves and messengers, Hephaestus, god of blacksmiths and fire, and Dionysus, god of wine. Stories between gods. Athena and Poseidon were often rivals. There was a city that wanted a god to watch over it. They both wanted the job, so they both gave them gifts. Poseidon gave them a river that could take them everywhere. Athena told them to drink the water, which was salt water, which is impossible to drink. Athena then gave them an olive tree. He had goodwill for building and heating homes. It has fruits called olives they could eat. Olives were when made into oil were good for cooking. They gave the job to Athena and named the city Athens. Story two. 
once Zeus and Hermes were traveling around in the skies, looking for a place to stay tonight. Almost everyone turned them away. Then they came upon an old couple who were extremely poor. Even yet, they welcomed the disguised gods into their home. The next day, they took off the disguises, and Zeus punished their neighbors with a terrible flood, sparing the house of the old couple. He then turned it into a temple. He gave the couple a reward for their kindness, offered them anything they wanted. They wished not to never be parted even in death. So they turned two trees growing out of the same tree after their death. Sorry for Eris, goddess of discord, threw a golden apple where it would be found by Athena, Hera, and Aphrodite. The words on the apple were inscribed for the fairest. Each goddess thought themselves the fairest. They had a contest with the mortal prince of Troy, Paris, as the judge. Each goddess offered bribes. Hera offered to make him ruler of the world. Athena offered to make him a victorious soldier. He declined both these offers. Aphrodite then offered him the love of the most beautiful woman in the world. He accepted this offer and gave the apple to Aphrodite. However, the most beautiful woman in the world, Helen, was already married to the king of Sparta. She then ran away to Troy to be with Paris. This then caused the Trojan War, which lasted for ten years and thousands of lives were lost. Um, Demir once had a daughter named Persephone. Persephone would go out to pick flowers with other minor goddesses. Hades got up on the world looking for a wife when he saw Persephone. Flowers could not six picking. When she picked it, she was sucked into the unknown world. Hades took possession of it. Demeter eventually found out that her daughter was gone. She went to Apollo, who saw everything. He told her that Persephone was kidnapped by Hades. When she found this out, she stormed the Mount Olympus and the men from Zeus that he ordered Hades to give her daughter back. Zeus would not talk at first since Hades had bribed him, but he eventually talked. He told her that as long as she had not eaten or drank anything in the world, she could come back. Demeter was excited and Zeus immediately sent Hermes to fetch Persephone. However, there was a farmer in the underworld that hated Demeter and wanted to watch her suffer. So he gave Persephone a pomegranate, and she ate two of six of the, six of the twelve seeds before Hermes arrived. Since she had eaten no one on the world, she is now part of it. There was a big feud between Demeter and Hades, so in a river in peace, Zeus declared that Persephone would stay in the underworld for six months, and other, for the other six months, she would stay with him. and I did mine on Greece, Sparta. Sparta is one of the best known city-states of ancient Greece during the classical era. It was a different place to Athens. Sparta was led by two kings and a group of elders. There was an assembly of civilians, but they did not have power in the assemblies in democratic Athens. During the fifth century BC, Sparta was really powerful. This is because of her army. It was feared by other Greeks. Sparta was a very good army. That's what they mainly focused. On. That's what they mainly focused on. All male citizens were were part of the army. Spart the Spartan army played a major part in Greek in the Greek victory over the Persians. In 484 79 BC. Sparta was not always a military-minded city. In the early times, they made objects of bronze and ivory. At age seven, Spartan kids 
would Spartan at age seven Spartan kids would enter an education program, military training, a socialization program, and a socialization program. The system emphasized discipline and endurance. The Spartan Empire went into a long period of decline by getting defeated by another empire named Thebes. Spartan men dedicated their lives for the Spartan military. Teenage boys who showed the best leadership or leaders were shown chosen to be in the Cryptia. What it was a secret police force. At age 20, Spartan men were to be in the military until age 60. Darius now hated Athians was. Darius now hated Athians was going to launch another invasion, but died before he could. His son Xerxes was confident to resume his father's invasion to conquer Europe. In 480 BC, Xerxes led a huge force of 200,000 troops and 1,000 ships over the Hellespont. The Persians marched through the villages and burning the villages and city-states. The Greeks was to make a stand at Thermopyle. The Greek army of 7,000 men fortified the area. The war lasted about two days and we're gonna fight to the death. Three days after Xerxes defeated Athens, he demanded his army to destroy all Greek ships. Oh, and oh, I got my sources were Time Apps 2019, Hayes, Mark Cartwright, and James.